to the Megan in the Morning podcast. We're glad you're here. Please store your belongings in the seat pocket in front of you. And remember, you can catch Megan live weekdays on 1077 The Beat. Enjoy the ride. Good morning and happy Tuesday. It's December 14th. Fun topics coming up today on the show. We have a maple syrup shortage, which is dangerous because we're getting closer to the holidays and syrup is just a key staple. Also, Times Person of the Year. Um, How many words does your dog know? Uh, We have so many fun things to chat about. Let me tell you. It's Tuesday. Feeling good. Feeling great. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. Oh, let's just get right to it with this maple syrup shortage. Oh, everything is in shortage right now, but not maple syrup, not before the holidays. Canadian officials are helping us all out of this sticky situation by working to end the major shortage that's happening right now of maple syrup. Our neighbors to the north have taken drastic steps Um, into tapping into their strategic reserve of the sweet stuff, freeing up millions of pounds. Who knew they had a reserve just in case something like this would happen? Now, Quebec provides 75% of the world's maple syrup supply, which that's pretty gosh darn impressive. And this year's haul wasn't up to par due to warm weather. So Canada is digging deep to release 50 million pounds of syrup. In other words, it looks like Santa can have his Christmas pancakes after all. Thank goodness for Canada having a reserve. Coming up this hour, Peloton wants you to know that it doesn't kill people. Also, start calculating how many words you think your dog or cat knows. Um, I have the actual calculations from scientists. Dun, dun, dun. Coming up this hour. Newsbeat is brought to you by the Thomason Auto Group. Thomason Auto, the best way to buy and bend Redmond and online at thomason.com. Good morning, it's Megan. The Oregon legislature is approving additional emergency rent relief. In a special session, the legislature approved a bill that adds $100 million to the emergency rental relief fund. $100 million goes to existing rental assistance programs. $10 million goes to the landlord guarantee fund. $5 million will be used to speed up distribution of federal emergency relief funds. The bill bill also extends the eviction moratorium to next June. Also, the Oregon National Guard is standing down after members worked in local hospitals to assist with the COVID-19 surge. Governor Kate Brown announced yesterday morning she demobilized the guard as hospital beds began to clear up. More than 1,600 guardsmen worked in hospitals providing assistance with clerical work and patient intake. Taking a look at your forecast today, looks like high is going to be in the mid-30s. Nice and cold all day long, but it will be mostly clear. Pretty gorgeous. Overnight lows tonight going to be in the low 20s. Tomorrow looking very similar to today. Maybe a little bit more uh, participation in our forecast for tomorrow. Uh, Looks like some light rain showers turning into kind of a snow mix in the afternoon hours. Currently in Bend, it is a nice brisk 24, 25 in Prineville and 25 in Sisters. Today's weather is brought to you by the Cozy Cat Lodge. It's now open. Brand new, quiet, comfortable boarding for cats only. Affordable and conveniently located between Bend and Redmond on Highway 97. MyCozyCatLodge.com Are you a big Sex and the City fan? If so, did you start watching the Sex and the City revival and just like that on HBO Max over the weekend? You know, it's funny because I, I really have never watched the show, but somehow... 
because of my best friend Emily, we decided to uh, watch the show because she was over for dinner and she wanted to watch it. So we watched the first episode of this revival and Sam Thorne and I were pretty darn confused. But there is one particular scene where Peloton's involved and now Peloton is kind of talking back uh, with a commercial and it's just fantastic media coverage is really what it is. We'll talk more about this coming up next. All the hits, 1077 The Beat. Are you a big Sex in the City fan? If so, you probably have seen the revival, the, the first episode of the revival show, and just like that. I watched it over the weekend, which is really funny because I should I have no business watching it. I never watched the series Sex in the City. It was always around, however, so I definitely like know the characters' names. I get kind of the idea of them. And it was interesting watching this first episode, hearing the storyline that the writers chose to give Samantha, because why did I just forget her name? Carrie Bradshaw? That could be it. But the character who plays Samantha, she did not want to join in on this revival. She said, thanks, but no thanks. So they had to create some sort of storyline for her. And I thought they did a pretty good job with that. That kind of gets covered in the first episode. What also gets covered in this first episode, and I'm not really going to be giving this away, especially because if you've been on social media lately, you probably have an idea. Uh, and that is Mr. Big. Uh, the character in Sex and the City, he is a huge part of this episode one. He's played by Chris Noth, and he caused a bit of controversy when he died after a session on a Peloton bike. I'm sorry, I should have said spoiler alert to really let you know. But again, if you've been following social media, you've seen that Peloton, uh, because of its stock absolutely plunging after that episode, they just they didn't give like the A-OK for that to be part of the plot line, but I don't actually think they have to. Long story short, Peloton went ahead and took this opportunity to get out of the gutter um, and in kind of a damage control move, decided to hire Chris, the guy who plays Mr. Big, who passed away after a session on a Peloton bike in this last episode of Sex and the City. They hired Chris and the actress Jess King, who played his Peloton instructor and kind of a love interest, really. Um, they had them appear in this new ad where Mr. Big even asks if King wants to go for another ride. And then in a voiceover, Ryan Reynolds provides a long disclaimer on the health benefits of using a Peloton. I'm just going to go ahead and uh, play Ryan Reynolds' part. But basically, yeah, Big and uh, the, the instructor, they're on a couch in a very cozy living room and uh, the fire's crackling. It's very funny. And Ryan Reynolds comes in with some even better uh, comedy to wrap up the commercial. <laughs> and just like that, the world was reminded that regular cycling stimulates and improves your heart, lungs, and circulation, reducing your risk of cardiovascular diseases. Cycling strengthens your heart muscles, lowers resting pulse, and reduces blood fat levels. He's alive. You catch that? He's alive? Mr. Big's alive! I'll give you some time to think about it, but over the next couple of songs, try to calculate how many words you think your dog knows. Some of these dogs, my friends, my goodness, they have some impressive dogs or even this dog that I house it every once in a while. His name is Crosby. And I think the dog knows English. I mean, I can literally just look at him and say, where's your ball? And in like the softest of voice, I have no inflection in my tone. Nothing about like, where's your ball? You know, like really throwing it out there. This dog knows exactly what I'm saying, even if I were to whisper it. Some of these dogs and Coming up next, we're actually going to go through the most responsive dog breeds uh, coming up next. 
all the hits, 1077 The Beat. So I've given you some time to think about it. How many words do you think are in your dog's vocabulary? Do you think just like a few handful, maybe maybe up in the 50s, maybe I don't know, about 90, 90 words. The reason why I say 90 is because this study, this Canadian study found out that uh, the average number of words a dog knows sits at 90. The study found that the range for some dogs can be much higher or much lower. The least responsive dogs only reacted to 15 words, while the most responsive pups had a vocabulary of 215 words. Holy cow. Now, this is something interesting too. If you wanted to test this on your dog later or this morning, um, then all you have to do is start saying some words and do what the 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 testers did. All they did, the study authors only counted words or phrases which made each dog look up, whine, run, wag their tail, or perform a specific action related to that word, like sitting. So... If you wanted to test your dog, you could just go through the, the dictionary page by page and start counting how many words you think your dog knows by it moving. Now, the Canadian team adds that the most responsive dog breeds include the Australian Shepherd, the Border Collie, German Shepherd, Chihuahua, and the Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. Now, popular breeds like the Beagle and the Boxer, they actually finished among the dogs with the smallest vocabularies. So give it a test. My friend uh, in Baltimore has a beagle. I'm absolutely going to send this article to her and say, take a video for me. Let's see what Tucker can do. (laughs) Time has announced their Time Person of the Year. Time Magazine's Person of the Year is Elon Musk. The magazine cites his influence in the global economy, Tesla, and his efforts to go to space. Yep, the richest man in the world doesn't even own a house and has recently been selling off his fortune. Uh, He tosses satellites into orbit and harnesses the sun. He drives a car he created that uses no gas and barely needs a driver. I mean, with a flick of his finger, the stock market market soars and swoons. So Time's Time Magazine's Person of the Year goes to Elon Musk. I mean... Yeah, we saw that one coming. Your news beat is brought to you by the Thomason Auto Group. Thomason Auto, the best way to buy in Bend, Redmond, and online at thomason.com. Good morning, it's Megan. Oregon farmers will get financial assistance from the state to help offset the effects of the drought. The special session of the Oregon legislature has approved $100 million to support farmers and irrigators. $12 million will go to the Klamath Basin to help with wells and irrigation. Additional funds will help the Klamath tribes, agricultural workers who miss their jobs because of heat or wildfire smoke and other impacts from the drought. Also, nonprofit Neighbor Impact has opened a new office in the Confederated Tribes of Warm Springs. The new regional office will help the community apply for services including energy assistance, rental assistance, and home weatherization. The office is open for walk-ins Tuesdays and Thursdays or by appointment Monday through Friday. Taking a look at the forecast today, looks like high is going to not get very high. (laughs) Mid-30s will be our daytime high. Uh, It will be mostly clear skies. Pretty gorgeous today. Our overnight lows tonight in the uh, low 20s. Tomorrow, more snow is expected to join us. Looks like uh, our daytime high will be in the upper 30s and our overnight lows in the 20s. But we do have some snow we're looking forward to uh, tomorrow. Currently in Bend, it is a very nice brisk 23, (laughs) 24 in Prideville, and 24 in Sisters. 
somebody who might be following in Adele's footsteps, at least for selling out major coliseums for her upcoming tour. Uh, looking forward to telling you about this artist and her amazing and successful year next. There she is, a very popular and rising star, Olivia Rodrigo, had one heck of a year. She's 18 years old from Southern California, and her debut tour called Sour has sold out. 40 different shows across the United States, um, they've sold out. They sold out in a matter of minutes, actually. The tour starts... Uh, the day after April Fool's in San Francisco. And the tour concludes near the end of May, uh, where then Olivia will travel to Europe in the month of June. Now, she chose theaters for the Sour Tour with a maximum capacity around 5,000. That's not very much, considering BTS sold 50,000 tickets four times for their four shows at the LA Coliseum, the SoFi Coliseum, uh, just last month. So... They actually, that that LA like stop that they had for those four different nights of shows uh, sold 214,000 tickets. So for Olivia Rodrigo to find places that have a capacity, find theaters that have a maximum capacity around 5,000, it's safe to say that followers pleaded with Olivia to add more shows and visit larger venues. Uh, she responded over the weekend um, on Instagram saying, quote, Sour Tour is sold out. Been waiting so long to perform these songs live. If you weren't able to get tickets this time around, there will be more tours in the future. Well, yes, that's what they always say, Olivia Rodrigo. But as Time Magazine's Entertainer of the Year, what are you doing boxing us into a small venue of only 5,000 people? I tell you. She will go big. I think she's just kind of like, whoa, this has all happened so fast. You know, she won all these awards really quickly with MTV and the American Music Awards. It's all happening so fast for her. She has only one album, but honestly, she could have sold out some major coliseums if she wanted to. Do you believe that you were born in the wrong era because of the music that you like? I have been watching TikTok and it seems like all these songs from when I was in middle school or high school are making a solid comeback because Gen Zers are just now discovering them, which don't get me wrong. I love that era of music, so I'm up for it. But you Gen Zers are really loving some older music and even my friends over at 98.3 The Twins that play classic rock, they're getting phone calls from Gen Zers asking what the title of that song was. So I'm curious to know if you feel like you were born in the wrong generation as far as your love for that genre of music. Here's a fun fact for you this morning. If you didn't know this already, Trevor Daniel, this Alone song that he created is not just completely all him. He brought in some fantastic older song from 1999. Perhaps you remember it. This is Alice DJ. See what I mean? So good. And way to go, Trevor Daniel, bringing this classic into a 2021 song, which brings up my next topic. And that is, do you believe that you were born in the wrong era because of the music that you like? And it seems that 80% of Gen Zers said the music they like does not match their era. 70% said they have recently discovered an iconic song from 10 years ago for the first time. And more than two thirds of Gen Zers surveyed said they are rediscovering classics from their past. Now, 10 years ago for Gen Zers was like 
I was I graduated high school at that time. I was almost graduating college. But in the end of the day, it's true. And you know that this is true because on TikTok, if you're ever scrolling through all of these songs from 10, 15 years ago, even some decades ago, uh, even more decades ago, are making a comeback. For example, everything Mike Posner on is on TikTok right now. Hot, Chil- Hot Chili Ray, Tonight Tonight, Ghost Town DJs, My Boo, um, Trillville, Some Cut. All these songs are making a comeback on TikTok and they were popular in, what, the mid-90s to mid-2000s? It's true. So what do you think? Besides Gen Zers not really wanting to uh, fall into place with their genre of music, although I'm obsessed with it. I love it. (laughs) What do you think? Do you think that you are born in the wrong... Were you born in the wrong era because of the music that you like? I just got my little pamphlet on my door handle at my house uh, that's from Troop 90, the Boy Scouts here in Central Oregon, that uh, they're willing to come pick up my Christmas tree after the holiday season is over. Now, Unfortunately, I have a fake tree. Otherwise, I would absolutely love to use this service. And my family has used it for many years in the past. My grandma's always done this. Now, what's also really neat is that if you don't have a tree yet, they are doing their Christmas tree fundraiser at the Restore parking lot off of 3rd Street. They have a variety of hours. Looks like Saturday and Sunday is from 10 to 7. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday and Friday. So if you're going to go today, it opens at 4.30 and it goes till 7.30. And Wednesday is from 3.30 to 7.30. Now, business can also be provided with tree set up, decorated, and then taken down by a scout. So make sure to check out the Christmas tree fundraiser put on by the local scouts, Troop 90 at Restore right on 3rd Street. Now, they say it's better to give than receive, but this holiday season, you know, it makes you think of those fun childhood memories of gifts you did receive and gifts you really, really wanted. Maybe you wrote to Santa and uh, Santa provided. So what comes to mind? What's the most memorable gift that you ever found under the tree? The first thing I can think of is um, the year (laughs) when it was turning 2000. So it was 1999 and we got Monopoly Millennium. It came in this tin casing and all of the different characters were this, uh, you know, really metallic silver. It was very quote unquote futuristic. I don't honestly remember the game being futuristic. I'm pretty darn sure it was exactly the same. It just happened to have like kind of a little glitziness to it, a little disco ball like because we thought that, you know, the future was always was going to be like Xenon Girl, the 21st century where everything is kind of um, bonkers and out there and metallic, my goodness, and plastic like very shiny materials, which, you know, here we are in 2021 and I don't see too many like super shiny, sparkly silver things. But regardless, it was an incredible gift. It was so much fun. I didn't ask for it. And we played that Monopoly for years. And I'm almost positive. Hey, mom, are you listening? Do we still have that Monopoly millennium? Do you think we could play it? Because as a nine-year-old, that was such an incredible gift. Coming up next on your Daily Dose of Laughter, one of my favorite comedians, Tommy Jonigan, is recalling a Christmas gift he got his girlfriend. We'll hear from him coming up next. It's your Daily Dose of Laughter on 1077 The Beat. Well, my girlfriend's already saving up Christmas money. She called me. She's like, you'll never guess how much money I've saved up. I go, how much? She goes, $1,2100. It's $1,000. Well, you're right. I wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah, yeah. When I guess numbers, I don't make them up. 
Last Christmas was kind of weird. I ended up getting my girlfriend way more than she got me. Like, she got me a new pair of shoes, and I got her pregnant. <laughs> yeah, that's way more than shoes. Like, do you even love me? I'm going all out over here. Found out at the doctor's office, and he was trying to make us feel better. He goes, calm down. At least I didn't say we have to amputate her leg. And I go, oh, my God. I didn't know we could do that instead. We'll take that one, doctor. I got a copay. That doesn't matter to me. I'm not a jerk. That's mean, but I'm not a jerk. If my girlfriend got her leg taken off, I would be there to help her find another boyfriend. Because I got heart. We found out she wasn't pregnant. The doctor said it's what they call a false positive, which is cool because apparently I had only false peed my pants when he told us. I was like, this feels real, but you are the doctor. That was your daily dose of laughter on 1077 The Beat. From Megan Trainer, last Christmas, that holiday beat brought to you by Man Mortgage. At Man Mortgage, they like to honor the heroes in our community. They've teamed up with the Homes for Heroes program to cover the cost of the appraisal on your next purchase or refinance. Make sure to call Man Mortgage today to apply for your hero savings. So excited for tomorrow's show. I'm having Audrey, who's the owner of Tread Tabata, come in and join me for the latter half of the show. I'm really looking forward to chatting with her about opening up a business during the pandemic. Why Tread Tabata? I know that it's not the only one out there in the world. So she brought this fantastic workout over to Central Oregon. So I can't wait to hear kind of the backstory on why she chose to come to Bend. Um, and also I hear that she's fostering kitties. So I sure, I'm sure there's lots of stories that come with that as well. But it's, it'll be a blast. Visiting with Audrey, I went ahead and posted to our Instagram page if you or, or to our Instagram story, I should say, if you happen to have any questions for Audrey, the owner of Tread Tabata. I'd be happy to ask them uh, ask them for you tomorrow morning on the show as she'll join me around 8.20. Until then, have a fantastic rest of your Tuesday. It's not going to get very warm, mid-30s, but it should be pretty beautiful all day today. And uh, I'm really looking forward. I haven't even looked at the mountains this morning. I got to go outside of the studio and take a look up and see uh, just how beautiful they are. And I'm sure they are just gorgeous. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Megan in the Morning podcast. Catch the show live weekdays from 6 to 10 on 1077 The Beat.